In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 25 through 28, where I'll ask the question, why did Jeroboam make golden calves? First Kings chapter 12, verses 25 through 28 says, Then Jeroboam built Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim and lived there. And he went out from there and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now the kingdom will turn back to the house of David if this people go up to offer sacrifices in the temple of the Lord at Jerusalem. Then the heart of this people will turn again to their Lord, to Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and return to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So the king took counsel and made two calves of gold. And he said to the people, You have gone up to Jerusalem long enough. Behold your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Well, I just got to say, I don't think Jeroboam's been reading his Bible. He certainly isn't up to date on Exodus, because if Jeroboam had been reading the book of Exodus, then he would know that this is not a good idea. We remember what happens with the golden calf with the people of Israel around Mount Sinai. It doesn't end well for any of them. And yet Jeroboam does the exact same thing. He builds two golden calves and he says almost the exact same words. Here are your gods, O Israel, that have brought you up out of the land of Egypt. It seems so crazy to me that he would do this. It just doesn't seem very smart at all. But here it is. The sins of the father get repeated by the son kind of thing. So here are three thoughts from 1 Kings chapter 12, verses 25 through 28, answering the question, why did Jeroboam make golden calves? Thought number one, protect his throne. Jeroboam wanted to protect his throne. He wanted to keep it. He wanted to make sure that he would get to remain the king of Israel, the northern tribes. He wanted to make absolutely certain that this group of people would stay together, that he would be able to rule them. But he was worried. He was worried that if all of the people of Israel are still going down to Jerusalem to offer up their sacrifices, then it's not too far of a move for them to go back to Rehoboam as the king. So he's trying to put a stop to that. He wants to protect his throne to keep the people of Israel from abandoning him and going back to Rehoboam. Thought number two, stay alive. Jeroboam is protecting his life. He wants to stay alive. Because Jeroboam knows that if the people of Israel decide, based on their going back to Jerusalem and worshiping there, if they decide that they want to go back to Rehoboam, then there's really only one thing that can happen to him, and that's being killed. So he wants to stay alive. He wants to protect himself. He wants to make sure that he isn't killed by the people in an uprising similar to the one that he himself had led. The drive to stay alive is one that is remarkably powerful. We will do anything that we can to stay alive in just about any circumstance. And that's one of the reasons why Jeroboam is doing this remarkably ridiculous thing of setting up false gods for the people of Israel to worship. Thought number three, lack of trust. Jeroboam was told by God that he would be the king of Israel, that he would receive 11 tribes, that he would be reigning as king over them. And as long as he followed the Lord, as long as he worshiped him as the Lord had said to worship him, then he would remain the king. The same promise given to Solomon that he didn't follow. The same promise given to David. But Jeroboam doesn't follow it. He doesn't follow it. He does the opposite. Ultimately, he doesn't trust God. 
He doesn't trust that God will keep his throne for him. So he has to go to other means in order to maintain his power. We often don't trust God. We fail to believe that he is working out all things in this world for his ultimate glory and our ultimate good. So we have to remind ourselves of this fact constantly. Because the temptation for us is to do just as Jeroboam did and try and hedge our bets, even if it's in defiance of God, because the pressures of the world seem so great upon us. But that's foolishness. Instead, we ought to trust in the Lord because his steadfast love is forever. It's never ending. Because of these things, we can trust in the Lord and learn from the mistakes of people like Jeroboam. These three thoughts come to you from the assigned reading of 1 Kings chapters 10 through 12. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.